0: special well that's interesting episode we made it to episode 010 oh we did it Uh, i'm so excited this
1: episode is amazing double
0: digits double digits i remember when we started at 001 and now we're at 010 yeah by the way i'm here with jill chacha oh
1: amazing jill chacha had to say that it's it's official. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I am with the amazing, spectacular, oh. still delicious, oh. <laughs> Marissa Riley. Oh. Hey! Hush. <laughs> <laughs> um, being that we made it to 10 episodes, uh, we had a lot of in-betweenies, but these episodes are something that we just, like, dive really deep into. Yeah. Lots and of neat. Lots of... Ooh. Uh, so... We made it, 10 episodes. Um, I wanted to do something really, really big and just really out there. Yeah. And we're in spooky season. Yes. So I am The most wonderful time of the year. Absolutely the most wonderful time of the year. Uh, My favorite time of the year. Same. So I thought, why don't we make this episode based on... Which demon will possess you based on your zodiac? Yeah, so basically this episode is about you. So it's all about you. It's
1: all about you. It's all about demons. <laughs> so it's all about you, and it's all about my favorite thing to talk about, um, which is demons. And yeah. that's why I have so few friends. So <laughs> <laughs> I have like
0: two and a half friends, and it's because I love that, that, demons. That, that little half is the demon that I'll match you up with. Yeah. Uh, I'll get to your sign. Yeah. Stick around. Wait for your sign. Wait for your friend's sign and tell them what demon will possess them in the night. Oh my gosh. Please tell them. Please make them so uncomfortable. Make them rewatch, you know,
1: the exorcist, paranormal activity. That's a good one if you don't want to sleep ever again. Yeah.
0: Um, So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So this is kind of our matchmaking episode. Uh, a little bit, a yeah. little smidgen. Yeah. So there's a little love in the air. Uh, not the kind the of love you, you, you might want, but all right, where am I going with this? Demons. Demon love. Yeah. So I got this idea from, I, I looked, I, I, there's a Ranker article. Ranker is fantastic. It's a good time. Amazing. Ranker.com. I saw this very brief article that matched people with their Zodiac, and it didn't go into the meat. Into it, Like, it was just like, okay, you're an Aries, this is your demon. And yeah. I'm like, tell me more about the demon. What yeah. will the demon do to you? Where mm-hmm. did the demon come from? And why are they going for an Aries? That's right. Or all the signs. So I dug deep. It took me a couple of days. I, did, I dug deep into your sign to make sure that this demon is the right one for you. So yeah. I, I hope you enjoy it. Uh, let's get into it. Let's start with let's start with the fire sign to end all fire signs, shall we? Oh we shall. And that's Aries. Oh now, an Aries is anyone born between March twenty first and April nineteenth. This sign is represented by the Ram and is ruled by the god of war Mars, so we're off to a great start. Amazing.
1: (laughs) What a wonderful combo. It's it's a ram. It's the god of war. <laughs> it's
0: springtime. <laughs> it's perfect storm. Yes. Now, according to prepscholar.com, Aries signs are pioneers. They're the ones that you call on to boldly go where none have gone before. Their fear- fearlessness and courageousness make them the ideal people for trying new experiences, taking big risks and breaking new ground. Aries' fire element is responsible for their energetic nature, passion, and creativity, end quote. Now, this battle-ready temperament makes them a great leader uh, and dangerous. So their courageousness can be reckless at times. Mm -hmm. But hey, you know what? Fucking Aries is here to win. Fuck yeah, they are. They go for the face. (laughs) They do whatever it takes. They will certainly go where none have dared and try a little something new. All of this opens the door for a demon called Moloch. Ooh, (laughs) Moloch. Now, can you describe what Moloch looks like in this photo? Very old photo that I'm showing you. It's a super old photo. It's like a little sketch. Um, A
1: little sketch, listen to me. Um, Okay, so it is a, a bull head bull ram ish thing it's got the horns and then it's got the body of a man and it's kind of cactused it's a yoga phrase that I'm ah. using right now I never thought I would use it it's cactused its arms out so arms on each side hands palms forward and then um it looks like from the waist down, it is a tiny temple or a mm-hmm. tiny house, mm-hmm. and then there's things on
0: its chest that I don't know what they are. Are they windows? Great, great description. Uh, that's there. It, I will reveal all. Oh, yes. Now, Moloch is the biblical name of a Canaanite god associated with, you guessed it, child sacrifice. Hell yeah! <laughs> 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 Starting big. Starting big. Starting with dead babies. Um, Now, as seen here, uh, he's sometimes depicted as a bronze statue whose body is a furnace heated with fire into which kids are thrown. Oh, shit. (laughs) So, So, you were spot on. Excellent. Uh, Now, I'm quoting genies.fandom.com. You know it. Amazing. Um, (laughs) Quote, the statue was hollow and inside there burned a fire which colored the Moloch a growing red. Children were placed on the hands of the statue. Through an ingenious system, the hands were raised to the mouth as if Moloch were eating, and the children fell into the fire where they were consumed by the flames. The people gathered before the Moloch were dancing on the sounds of flutes and tambourines. drown out the screams of its victims I'm not gonna lie that sounds very like burning man (laughs) that's it's that's the only time where like I think
1: this would fly and I think no one would say anything about children being stuffed into a giant Uh -uh. um in quotes art machine it is
0: an art machine it is the I ultimate roll my eyes machine. when I
1: say art machine. I'm like, <laughs> ugh, an art machine. If you
0: roll this up in the desert, no one, they're, they're too fucked up to know what you're doing. They think the kids are probably art machines too. So. Exactly. We're all just flammable art machines. True. <laughs> <laughs> put that on a tote. <laughs> put that on a tote.
1: Please, please put it on a tote now. Um,
0: uh, going back to Moloch, Moloch or sometimes Molech goes way back and i'm talking old 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 testament named five times in the book of leviticus uh, which is a bummer of a chapter lots of crazy rules many of them outdated some of them not like the one that says throwing kids into fiery pits is a no-no yeah so basically these five mentions of moloch aren't about him per se but about you aries Yes, if you give your child as a sacrifice inside of one of Moloch's pits, you will be shunned by your community and God, so that makes sense yeah now, but the trade for your the trade of your child for like eternal glory was damn popular, and the myth of demon Moloch grew and grew over the centuries um, when medieval times came along, not the show, but you know. They definitely opted out of this part of history from <laughs> yeah. <was> the show. <laughs> um, Moloch graduated into one of the princes of hell. Oh, look at yeah, that! Yeah, he really went far. Look at that. Started small, became a prince. Yeah, how cute. Quote: This Moloch finds particular pr- pleasure in making mothers weak. Oh. He specializes in stealing their children. What?
1: Uh huh. I thought we were offering. Sorry. Now he's stealing. Okay. Yes.
0: Yeah. So. According to some 16th century demonologists, Moloch's power is stronger in October. Oh! Here we are. Fall pumpkin spice. (laughs) That's
1: right. Moloch spice. Moloch (laughs) spice! Hashtag Moloch spice. Put it on a tote. Done.
0: It is likely that the motif of stealing children was inspired by the traditional understanding that babies were sacrificed to Moloch, end quote. So... Yes, you, Aries, with a lust for power and success, a blind determination to win, doing whatever it takes for recognition, you may find yourself with an uncontrollable need to nibble on some trick-or-treaters come Halloween. Uh-oh. Oh, oh no. Gross. Be careful. Um, all right, palate cleanser? Palate cleanser. All right, let's talk Taurus. Yes. Now, yes. according to... Cosmopolitan.com. Oh hey. Mm, oh, um, hey. To shake? Mm-hmm. Uh quote, this earth sign is practical, stoic, determined, ambitious, and materialistic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Taurus are famous for their stubbornness, but mm-hmm. there's more to them than that. They're a bit of a dark horse. Oh. Ruled by the planet Venus, they share her traits of beauty, artistry, hedonism. And a love of luxury and comfort, end Mm. quote. Yeah, so, all right, let's take a look. Taurus is the perfect combo of hardworking ambition. Yes. uh, The pursuit of pleasure. Yes. Sensual self-indulgence. Yes. Headstrong and a dark horse. That's uh, a lot of things. Things. that's a lot of things does it sound like anyone we know? Uh yeah, it sounds like that hound show of, of hell himself, big ol Satan. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? I may have known this before. <laughs> I may have heard this one before. I, I kind of let this one go when I was talking to it about I know earlier. one or
1: two Tauruses, Taurus. Line, a, couple, Ta- a couple people who uh, uh, identify as a Taurus, and I was curious. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, and you know what? Congratulations, Taurus. You know, Satan is coming for you. Uh, you should be flattered that a god's ex-right-hand man is making a beeline for your body to use you as the vessel to do his bidding. There you go. The figure Satan uh, has a long... Long, long, complicated, misunderstood, convoluted history that I could not sum up in one episode, uh, to say the very fucking least. But in this case, we're talking about the Christian version of Satan, who totally thought he could run the show better than God, got into a tiff with the Lord, and was thrown into an underworld where he now happily runs the bureaucratic nightmare full of other demons. So it worked out. Yeah. For both of them. Yeah. Not everybody else. No. Just them two. Just them. No (laughs) one else. (laughs) Just. Basically no one else. Uh, So I'm curious, does that sound like you, Taurus, Uh, being a star, the star, not just a star, the star. The star. Of a detail-oriented, controlled environment. Yep. You and Satan are peas in a pod. Or rather, your body is the pod and Satan just wants to run it. There you go. Luckily, both you and Satan are probably too busy for any of this to happen. <laughs> but, <laughs> but if you schedule some time, cancel that third audition for the day, y'all can meet up, have some coffee, and get to ruling over the earth and its humans. Aww.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of jealous of the Taurus. <laughs> That's like the best one. It's the best
0: There's, one. Who's fucking, got- where do we go from here? Oh, we've got we've got ten more. Oh, good. Yeah, okay, excellent. we've got ten. It gets great. Now, if you're you know if you're with us for the first time, you're like, there's nothing sciency about this, and you're absolutely right. This episode has no science behind it whatsoever. It is strictly uh, interesting. Yeah, it's strictly interesting and fun and fun. We're having a good old time with biblical texts that send people to hell. Yeah. So roll with it. Yeah uh let's get into gemini Ooh, gemini. Into gemini third sign of the zodiac under this tropical zodiac sign uh the sun transits uh this sign around the 21st of may and the 21st of june hmm. gemini is represented by the twins castor and pollux fun their mother is leda from leda and the swan oh. uh same mother, but they share different fathers. Oh. Uh, Castor's dad is a mortal man, while Pollux's dad is Zeus. So, that's awkward. That is awkward. Yeah. Also, they're twins, so I'm not sure genetically how that works. Right. So, yeah, it's awkward. So, this is where the g- twin shit comes in. Lovingly, Pollux. Asked Zeus to let him share his own immortality with his half twin so they can keep them together. That's so nice. Yeah, so they were transformed into the constellation Gemini. Oh, I love this story. <laughs> it's so sweet. <laughs> it's smart and fucking pure. Pure AF. Now, uh, indeed, uh, according to tarot.com, quote, clever and curious Gemini is a sign that thinks fast, communicates well, and is full of ideas. Their versatility and adaptility. let's try it again. Versatility and ad, adaptility. <laughs> I'm fine, I swear. <laughs> it, it stems that shit stems from their split personality. Part intellect, part scatterbrained. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Perfect storm. Uh, now, Wikipedia states it a little nicer. Quote, Gemini is considered by astrologists as one of the most important of the zodiacs since it captures someone's most basic levels. Uh, For instance, it articulates their dual nature, uh, a species with so-called lower self and higher self, as well as uh, the way they are bilaterally symmetrical, end quote, blah, blah, blah. So, a lot of duality happening here. Duality, Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, uh, this struggle with duality and their Pixar-like pureness Hmm. uh, welcomes a little fellow called Bapomet. Bapomet. Bapomet! Yes, now... I had to say it myself. <laughs> Baphomet. Yes. Now I I I'm gonna reveal Baphomet and I want you to describe what's going on in the photo. I'm pumped. Okay.
1: All right. So <laughs> not pure at all. <laughs> not pure at all. Um once again, this looks like a a goat head. It has the head of a goat. Is it a uh-huh. goat? It's got Total a goat, goat with, Total like, goat. some of the horns. And then a, it's, got a, it's got two horns and a third horn that kind of looks like a chicken's leg. I'm probably <laughs> wrong. It's got a star on its head. It's mm-hmm. got big black wings. Mm-hmm. Um, it's doing... Uh, with its, it's got a man body. Mm-hmm. It's sitting crisscross applesauce uh, style. And then with each of its hands... It is making, um, as Jill has made a few awesome jokes about, it is making the lesbian point. <laughs> the two-finger um, two point. Two-finger point. Uh, expressing both authority and um, uh, sexuality at the same time. There you go. And it's doing it with both hands. One is, I, I think it means something else. This is just a, the way Interpre- I see it. Yes. Uh, but it's pointing up and pointing down. And yeah, I think that's it. It's got and it's got a thing in its lap. I don't know what that is.
0: Yeah. Um would you say that it also has breasts?
1: Are those breasts or are they pecs? <laughs> is this
0: a woman? <laughs> I'm so embarrassed that I, I I've oh man, it is a woman. Well, here's the thing. It's got it's it's both. It's got everything. Okay. This, so Oh that's, that's right. right cause cause that's Gemini. Yeah, okay. So Quoting Ranker, quote, this goat headed deity represents the complete corruption of humanity, and as a Gemini, you are the perfect kind of person to be taken over completely. Uh Your innocence is the exact kind of thing that demons look for, but Bapomet especially feeds on purity as it seeks to pervert its victims Uh entirely. Uh Now, i looked it up. Since 1856, the name Baphomet has been associated with the sabbatic goat image that we just described. Uh, it's drawn by a French occultist, um, Eliphas Levi. Ooh, la la. Mm. Thanks to the goat-like appearance, horns and hooves, Baphomet is sometimes confused for Satan, which probably pisses off Satan. Was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Though the half-goat, half-human, half-man, half-woman thing is really just to lay on the duality and the struggle for balance and order. Right. So yeah, uh, he came back into fashion in the 19th century when dabbling into the occult was all the rage. Hmm. But pa- Bapo, as I like to call him, we're, we're, on, we're on that level, yeah. Bapo uh, has been around for at least 600 years. Uh, and his existence has only destroyed those associated with him. Hmm, makes sense for a demon. <laughs> it does. Uh, all of these images are going to be on our Instagram.
1: Oh, yeah, uh, you got to check them.
0: Uh, you're going to enjoy check. it. Uh, it's uh, Well That's Interesting Pod. So have a look. Um, Wikipedia states the name Bapomet appeared in July 1098. Whoa! In a letter by Christian Crusader, and therefore, I assume, murder-rapist, Anselm of Ribemort. Wow. Well. Ribemort? Ra- Ribemort? Ribemont. And Anselm of Ribemont. Jesus. Get that rapist's name right. Yeah. You know, I'm so... What an insult. I got it wrong. Um, he went on to write in a letter, quote, As the next day dawned, they, the Turks... Cal uh, 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 Try it again. As the next day dawned, they, the Turks, called loudly upon Bapometh, and we prayed silently in our hearts to God, and then we attacked and forced all of them outside the city walls, end quote. So, <laughs> Sounds about right. So, yeah, they killed for, a bunch of people calling for a demon's protection. Yeah. Anyway, uh, in 1307, Philip IV of France had every Templar, Arrested, mm. uh, Accusing them of such heretical acts as idolous idol, I'm done doing great. Anyway, I, worship of a bearded male uh, named Baphomet. Mm. By the 19th century, Freemasons had also been falsely accused, said to worship Baphomet. 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 Ba Baphomet. 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 Excellent. Yes. As you can see, <laughs> as you can see clearly, we're great at this podcast thing, and all this back and forth between facts and accusations, history and legend, pure duality itself has caused confusion, disorder, and ultimately, violence. I'm sorry, Gemini, but you're going to get all sorts of fucked up as Baphomet manifests within you.
1: Oh. oh shit. Oh, shit. All right. Watch out, Gemini. <laughs> That's right. Baphomet. Oh, I
0: said it right. Look, yeah, that Homet is coming. Yep. Uh, now we're we're at number four already. Number four, cancer. Cancer.
1: F Y I, listeners, we have a cancer. Yeah. Among us, we do. In uh, in the room that I am in. That's right. Uh, her name is Jill Chacha. That is
0: that is I. And you know what? I didn't look out at all. <laughs> <laughs> So let's just get it out of the way. Can you just describe the demon that might haunt my dreams? Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> this is a pretty good one. Yes. Okay. So first of all, it's sitting in like a red velvet chair. Yeah. And that's got little skulls on the back, like little silver skulls on the back. We got to post a picture of this one. Mm -hmm. Um, It's got a crown on, and the crown has little wings close to the ears. I don't know if that's its head or its crown, but it's got these little wings Um, on the sides of its face, like right where its um, sideburns would be, right in front of ears. Okay, and then it kind of looks like a man who is a little dehydrated... And overweight. Yeah. Um it's kind of sunken. He could use a little moisturizer. Could be a woman. I don't know their gender. Um then they're wearing this kind of yellow cloak. The chic. And um on its lap is a dead woman. Yes. And then on its other side of the lap is another a naked dead woman. That's two dead women, right? No, there's this thing in its lap. So
0: there's Yeah, so it's sitting on this throne. It's got one hand resting on a dead woman. Yeah. It looks like a sack of potatoes or something in its lap. Not really sure. It could be...
1: Unclear. Yeah.
0: But at its feet, why don't you describe what's at its feet? It's a dead man. Yes. (laughs) So there's two dead people
1: in its, like, space.
0: Yeah, that's, that's, uh... That's it. That's it. That's, uh... It What's looks, this one's name? Uh, so this is Mamon. 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 Now, the picture we're looking at is an oil on canvas by George Frédéric Watts, 1884-85-ish. Uh, the collection is in the Tate. Um, nice. It will also be, just as grand as the Tate is, is our Instagram. Please follow us. Well, Please That's follow interesting us. pod. Yeah. Um, just as equal... And since you can't travel to the Tate, just check out our Instagram. Yeah, it might even be better. <laughs> it might even be better. Uh, Mammon, let's break all this shit down. Now, cancers are those born between June 21st and July 22nd. We're a water sign represented by the delicious crab. And according mm. to astrology.com, the human body parts that represent cancer are the stomach, brain, and breast. Hey! <laughs> now, if I had to pick three, all right? Like, that would be those three. It's like, you know me.
1: You're thinking, you're eating, and. You're boobing. You're boobing.
0: <laughs> and
1: you got some tits. I swear I'm a nice person. <laughs>
0: she is. Um, intuitive, domestically focused, très protective, very, very protective, and fiercely loyal. Quote Cancer natives have great sympathy for the underdog and the downtrodden. And though usually quiet and peaceable, their claws come out when protecting the vulnerable they also vigilant about protecting themselves, mm-hmm. end quote. Now, just like with Gemini, positives can become negatives real quick. Perhaps it's the quirky combination of blind loyalty and self-preservation that makes cancer susceptible to the, sounds French, but isn't French, demon mammon. Uh, it actually may derive from an Aramaic word transliterated from Hebrew, miyamon,
1: I was going to say, a mammon yeah. sounds yeah. like something flaky I could eat <laughs> it sounds, it with a black coffee. <laughs> it
0: sounds like something that has crab in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> something I'll really... take two mammons, yeah. please. S'il vous plaît. Now, mammon comes up in the New Testament of the Bible and is commonly thought to mean money, material wealth, mm. or any entity that promises wealth. Uh, Jesus, uh, you may have heard of him, Mm. used the word in his (laughs) Sermon on the Mound moment railing against money. Really? Yeah, quote, you cannot serve both God and Mammon, end quote. Uh, A lot of Christians seem to have skipped this part, but anyway. During the Middle Ages, that quote was taken literally, and Mammon was personified, personified, As one of the Seven Princes of Hell. Hell, yeah. Yeah, he went from zero to 80 right there. I meant, I can't believe I said hell, yeah. (laughs) did? I didn't even notice.
1: Oh, no. It's okay. I'll leave. Have a good (laughs) (laughs) podcast. Bye.
0: (laughs) Have a good podcast. Okay, so Memon graduated to the Seven Princes of Hell, uh, and he became the physical manifestation of gluttony. Excessive materialism, greed, and unjustly world gain. Oh. You see, whatever Memon wants, Memon gets. Mm. <laughs> and he wants loyalty. Oh. And baby, cancer's got that in excess. Yeah. In exchange, you get wealth, food to feed that stomach, books to pump up that brain. And whatever the hell you want rubbed on your breasts. You got it. Nice. <laughs> there you go. Nice. I want those
1: pastries. I'm kidding. This yeah. is about <laughs> cancer right now. Not me.
0: With more than enough cash to get you to build that stable, secure, safe home you're always after a cancer, all you got to do is give up your body and your freedom. Not much. Not at all. That's it. Doable. Doable. So and just nobody. Give up everything
1: for no money. freedom. And I can have like. A nice apartment. Again, I'm, yeah. I'm not a cancer. <laughs> I just want a nice apartment. Oh, wait, I have one. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that sounds so awful. I've, I've, we live in a really nice apartment right now that we're really proud of.
0: We're, you know, I am a cancer. I, 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 I am about making a home. That is true. Yeah. That is one thing. I, that is the only thing I can really relate to as a cancer is like I like making things like a home. Yeah, you're That's very it. good at it. Ah, anyway, what are we? Let's talk about why we're here, and that's you and the demon that will consume your flesh. Yes. Uh, number five of the zodiac, it's Leo. Oh, Leo's oh. a tough one. Now, before we talk about Leo's qualities, I really think we should talk about the Amon in the room. Oh. Mm-hmm. Now, if you can describe our next demon. Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> This is a
1: really tough one. It is. There's a lot going on. All right. I'll start at the bottom. <laughs> um, okay. So it's got a tail. Yes. Um, it's got a tail of like a lizard or a octopus tentacle. I'm not really sure. Or a dragon. It's got like a long curled tail with some sort of uh, scales on it. Mm-hmm. And then its body kind of looks like a wolf or dog mm-hmm. and its head looks like an owl mm-hmm. question mark and it looks like there's something dead next to it
0: okay that's there you go spot the fuck on yeah now uh yeah exactly his uh his torso and front legs are that of a dog his back end is that of a serpent his head is of a hawk or an owl and in that beak, there's lots and lots of dog teeth. <laughs> I was going
1: to say, the beak is the most confusing part. I don't know what I'm looking at, but now I know it's dog teeth.
0: It's a shit ton of dog teeth. Who knew? And uh, extra points for its vomit, which is fire. What? Yeah, that, not... Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I really like that. It's completely changed the way I'm thinking about this thing.
0: The, the, the what vomit fire. it called? Fire. Amon? Amon. Amon.
1: The vomit okay. fire, gotcha? Yeah the vomit fire I wish I could do that I think that would be really funny and hard to explain to people not as like a power but that was just like what I threw up when I got too drunk or I ate something weird and I had to be like can everyone back away I have to fire everywhere like
0: that's a hell of a bar trick oh that would be pretty cool that's so wonderful Uh, I really hope COVID ends so you could fire vomit over things. Me too. That's the only reason why I want COVID to end. Same. Um, So let's stop there. (laughs) (laughs) And show some, let's show love to some Leos out there. Yeah. Uh, They're born between July 23rd and August 22nd. These folks are just straight up born leaders. Self-confident, dominant, creative, difficult to resist. They appear to have a I don't know, king of the jungle strut about them. And like royalty, they can bring people together and unite them under one single cause. Uh, boy, howdy. You think I would, I think I just described Amon himself. Uh, y'all are cut from the same cloth. I hate to break it to you. Uh, Leos, you're probably already possessed. <laughs> Ooh. You see, Amon in uh, demonology is a marquee of hell. Who governs forty infernal legions of demons uh, that's a lot yeah, he loves his people. I mean, can you get two demons to behave and agree? This guy presides over forty legions That's a bunch now Amon can also be traced back to the Egyptians mm. who, yeah who that he, makes sense. this is a
1: very Egyptian
0: <laughs> yes. yeah a lot of animals like stapled together they viewed Amon as supreme and represented him with blue skin oh. Perhaps it's the Marquis' look. Perhaps because he, quote, telleth all things past and to come. Perhaps because he, quote, cureth feuds and reconcileth controversies between friends, end quote. Maybe it's his doggy strut, or maybe the mouth that constantly vomits fire. Whatever it is, whatever it may be, he finds a way to get people and demons alike to adore him. Leo, y'all are one and the same. You're already possessed. Oh, shit. By Emon. Side note,
1: how weird would it be if just for like one day during, I have a day job, by the way, if like during all of like my Zoom conferences, instead of ending things with S, I ended them with TH.
0: Just for one day. I see what you're saying. Like procurath. Yes. Yes. It's really, really hard to say out loud, but it's really cool to read. Yeah. Yeah, procureth, reconcileth, all the verbs. Yeah. I need to um, sh- Which um, Which runneth. date worketh best for thee?
1: Exactly. <laughs> I was just obsessed with you talking like that. And I was like, that'd be so funny if I talked like that for a date, but just like it didn't tell anyone. Yeah. Like just, just didn't acknowledge it at all.
0: So going forward, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Every, every verb... End it in TH. Yeah. There you go. Into it. Uh, because what else are we going to do with our jobs other than risk them, right? <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: now I'm not going to do it.
0: <laughs> I think people are sometimes so polite they won't say anything.
1: I, I really think that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I
0: think they're just going to ignore it. Yeah.
1: yeah. Now I have to wear a costume.
0: Oh, yeah, wear a costume while you do it. Then okay. that might – okay. We'll, we'll let you guys we'll know what happens. We'll let you know
1: what happens – We'll talk about this more later. Fantastic.
0: Now, also fantastic. We've made it to the middle. Oh, we're in the dead smack middle. Oh. How do you feel? Me? Yeah. I am feel like fired you- up. I am. Yeah. So fired up, I want to throw up fire. That's honestly, that is the best case scenario when listening to this podcast. Exactly. Now we're at six. That's right. Our sixth sign, Virgo. Amazing. Allure.com says, quote, Virgo is an earth sign historically represented by the goddess Wheat and Agriculture, uh, an association that speaks to Virgo's deep-rooted presence in the material world. Virgos are logical, practical, and symmetric in their approach to life. Indeed, Virgos pay attention to the smallest detail and their me- methodical approach. Um... Let's say that again. Rigos, pay attention to the smallest detail. And their methodical approach makes it so nothing is left to chance or, say, possession. Mm. Sometimes called workaholics, they dig order and practicality. Hmm. Here's where our demon comes into fuck it all up. Oh. Now, you probably recognize this one, and it's probably just as recognizable as Satan. Here is... Pazuzu. Pazuzu. Now do you recognize that image? A little bit.
1: It's it looks pretty familiar. It's got um it's gold, it's got boobs, it's got wings, (laughs) it's got a a crown that covers its entire head. Um yeah, and it's got these gorgeous wings.
0: Yeah, so you may have seen this demon before. It was unearthed in the opening scene of the Ah! 1973 horror film, American horror film, The Exorcist. That's it, that's it. Big screen time for the zoo. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But that was his comeback role. You see, he was originally very popular in the first millennium BCE. Ooh. Ooh, and why? This is from ancient.eu. Quote, he was the demon of the underworld, In control of the west and southwest winds which brought famine during the dry season and in the rainy season tearing storms and locusts and he was the force behind the the destructive winds and their threat Um, but he was also considered the best defense against them similar in this way to the egyptian god set prayers to pazuzu were intended to divert his natural inclination towards destruction to the more benevolent ends of protection, benevolent ends of protection. Sorry about that. Uh, since it was clear he had great power to harm, it was thought he had he was equally potent in protecting one from the very danger he presented. Hmm. End quote. So, you know, the zoo is truly abusive. Truly, you know, and he's really into chaos and just loves ruining your day. Yeah. Um. If you're a Virgo whose sign is literally of wheat and agriculture (laughs) and you thrive on order, this is absolute hell. Uh, But for the zoo, it's an absolute joy. Uh, Yes, one day Virgo, you may just feel Pazuzu rolling up on you and feel the bulging eyes and his canine face staring. If you're a witness to his scaly body, snake-headed penis, his talons and enormous wings, It's probably already too late for you. Uh, I know, but you know what? You know what doesn't have a snake-headed penis? What? (laughs) Tell me, please. (laughs) Anything? Give me anything that has
1: no snake-headed penis.
0: Uh, It's the sponsor of the show. Oh, yes, it is. (laughs) And we are back. We're back. You're back. Uh, You're still you. I'm still me. Are you still you? I am. Yeah. And our neighbors are back too. So if you heard. They're so back. They're so back. They're so back with the heaviest boots running up and down the building for reasons. I don't know. Probably
1: because they're possessed.
0: Maybe. That better be their excuse. I'm kidding. Maybe they heard. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe they were. I don't know. Maybe they were a Virgo or I don't know. Maybe they were a Leo or something. Beth helmet or something. Jesus. Uh, We're up to number seven. Let's talk Libra. Oh, let's talk. Libra is an air sign represented by the Scales of Justice, the only inanimate object of the Zodiac. Can't see. Or not? uh, I don't know. That's it. It's shiny. shiny. Uh, The Scales reflect uh, Libra's fixation on balance and harmony, symmetry and equilibrium. They love high art, Mm. intellectualism, Mm. and connoisseurship. Mm. According to Mm Allure.com... Those of the sign make, quote, excellent designers, decorators, art critics, and stylists. Ooh. Or as I like to say, they make a great vessel for Lucifer. Whoa! <laughs> so, yes, you see, Lucifer was always a star. It was heaven that got small. Paradise was beige, beige and stodgy. Mm. Satan rebelled to be a boss. But Lucifer just wanted to be fabulous and feng shui the furniture. Yeah. You know, balance and blending. The whole, these are important.
1: You these know? are important. Also, now I wish I was a Libra because
0: <laughs> this sounds my speed. So how did Lucifer get the drag name Morning Star? Uh, according to Wikipedia, quote, Lucifer is the name of various mythological and religious figures associated with the planet Venus. Oh. Due to the unique movements and discontinuous appearances of Venus in the sky... Mythology surrounding these figures often involved a fall from the heavens to earth or to the underworld. Oh. Yes, this starlet fell from grace, but spends eternity enjoying noshing on the souls of movie critics, interior designers, and all Libras in general. Uh, this isn't a, pers- a possession per se, but it is company with a like minded creature. Who has all the dirt on Fosse and Twyla? Twyla, Twyla. (laughs) Um,
1: I think I'm obsessed with this one. (laughs) I think, I think I'm obsessed with this Libra Lucifer combo. Yeah,
0: isn't it great? It's great. It's pretty wonderful. It's got a drag name. It's got a Morning Star. Morning Star. Come on, it's a drag name. It's a cocktail. I love it. So, House White—that's my <laughs> That's drag name. That's my drag name that I'm stealing from you. <laughs> uh, where are we? Ah, moving on to number eight. Yeah, it's everyone's favorite predatory arachnid, Scorpio. Oh shit, <laughs> Scorpios of the world! That's right.
1: Let's chill out a second. I don't know. Every Scorpio I've ever met, I'm like. Let's tone it down just a little bit. It's okay to breathe. Yeah.
0: It's okay to take a break and ask for help. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's that's a good intro to this. Um, represented by the Scorpion folks born between October twenty third and November twenty first are generally considered assertive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they value honesty and are natural leaders. Uh, they're built for government. Yeah. FBI, CIA, KGB, whatever. Scorpio, you are loyal. And you can keep a secret. And you just want to get shit done by the many, many rules. Uh, You also have many legs. Um, And that's just another reason why the demon, Baal, is so drawn to you. Uh, Would you like to describe Baal? I would love to. There we go. I'm pumped. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh,
1: this is the most <laughs> uncomfortable one. I really want this on a t-shirt. I want this to be like, I want to start a punk band just to have this on the t-shirt. Oh, so, yeah. It is a picture of like an old man, uh, like an old elfish man. Mm-hmm. Like he looks like a... a uh like a house elf from harry potter that's the best way i can describe it it's he's got a long nose he's wearing a uh old like a victorian era crown would you say it's it's i i'm not going to go deep into it but it's an old crown that has velvet involved um he also has a bunch of legs like bug legs Mm -hmm. i'm not sure what kind But he's got like shoulders, and then the shoulders morph straight into bug legs. And then also, he has a couple of friends. So, in the back next to him is a cat and a giant frog. That's right. It makes no sense to me, but I am obsessed with this picture.
0: (laughs) It's a hell of a photo. And they all share the same body.
1: They, oh, they're, they're, okay. So, it's a three headed situation. Yeah. Now I want it as a tattoo. I know what I'm doing this weekend.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, this, this. Yeah, Marissa's next tattoo is the Duke of Hell. Oh, (laughs) Foncet. That's right. The first prince of the seven princes of hell. In fact, his name, Baal, translates to owner or lord, very simply. Uh, He's running quite a show down there, and he's in charge of 66 Legions of demons. Remember, Amon presided over forty. He's got sixty-six. That's a lot. Now, during the English Puritan period, (laughs) has it ended? I don't think
1: so. (laughs) That makes me wish he did. He had sixty-nine legions, just to have (laughs) one more thing to laugh at. I know that's like so immature, but I wish he did. (laughs) Also, considering it's of the English Puritan period, I really want to make them more. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Oh, if I could only time travel. The only thing I would change (laughs) would be that. Yes, that's it.
1: Nothing else. The
0: Duke of Hell. I'm just going to just white out that. Forget
1: (laughs) forget killing baby Hitler. 69 legions to
0: ball. (laughs) Okay, I'll stop laughing in a minute. During the English-Puritan period, Ball was either compared to Satan or was considered his assistant. Wow. <laughs> We've all had that job. Wow, yeah, wow. Uh, according to Francis Barrett, an English occultist, uh, he has the power to make those who invoke him extremely wise and invisible, which is handy for being a spy or a government type. Exactly. Uh, And to other demonologists, his power is strongest in October. Oh, shit. Here we are. Uh, He speaks hoarsely and carries ashes in his pockets, somewhere between all those legs, um, because (laughs) he carries ashes in his pockets because people worship Baal by sacrificing humans during rituals to him. Mm. Got it. Got it. Uh, This illustration, you so aptly described, is by Colin de Plancy and appeared in his 1818 book, Dictionnaire Infernal. Well, I need that book now. It's incredible. It's a fucking incredible book. It's a book on demonology describing the demon hierarchies in hell. I highly recommend a wiki search on it because the illustrations are fucking something else. Okay, but can I Amazon it?
1: Uh, probably not
0: if you're lucky you never know um, I just want a dictionary infernal <laughs> that's right 1818 yeah that's right uh, Scorpio once you're inhabited by Ball you're our government's top agent yeah you are you'll finally discover who killed JFK where we're hiding all the alien ships and most important you'll find Trump's tax returns so we're depending on you we are. Uh possessed Scorpio. Take a break unless you get
1: possessed. That's right. And then text me everything. Yeah,
0: take photos. I wanna know. Ah uh, now, we're up to yours, Marissa. I know. <laughs> the best one. The best one, number nine in the zodiac. We are up to Sagittarius. Sagittarius, baby. <laughs> I hate myself, that's fine. <laughs> that's okay. Let's let, let
1: it out. In fact, I don't hate myself. I'm a Sagittarius. No, so it's impossible. I'm it's impossible. Perfect. <laughs> I am perfect all the time. Yep. Everything's okay. There you go.
0: Nailed it. That's that's them, everybody. So, uh, But they're all so generous. <laughs> Believe it or not, you can, you can see past everything that she just said. Um generous with a great sense of humor Uh, these folks were born between november 22nd and december 21st uh y'all have an open mind love to travel and try new things in those places yeah a fire sign yeah you want to experience as much as possible have fun with whatever you come across, and you really wish to understand it.
1: I literally had a dream that I was late to a party last night. That <laughs> is the most Sagittarius dream, and it was—it wasn't a dream; it was a nightmare. <laughs> I was late to a party. Oh, oh I love you. Okay, it's so, a real problem I it's had in a dream. A, so, so I promise I have depth and like real things that happen to me in life, but that I—I I needed that nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> it's really lovely.
0: It's lovely to have in a 2020 lovely problem. Yeah. To, be, to be late to a party. Oh. Uh, so this desire to have fun is really a way to understand things. Mm. It's actually very philosophical. And like Cancer, you're dedicated to family and mm. friends doing whatever they ask. Mm. Uh, loved by many and with so many qualities, fun qualities, one would say you're a leviathan. Ooh. Now, <laughs> Merriam-Webster de- <laughs> defines Leviathan as something large or formidable, okay. grand, impressive. Oh. oh! Now, we got this word straight up named after the demon itself. Fuck yeah. That's right. Leviathan is a creature in the form of a sea serpent from Jewish mythology. Nice. It is referenced in several books of the Hebrew Bible including Psalms, the book of Job, the book of Isaiah, the book of Amos, is also mentioned in the book of Enoch. I have no idea about that one, but what I'm saying is a lot of fucking books. Your demon is popular, just like you, said. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> now, later Jewish sources describe Leviathan as a dragon who lives in the ocean's depths and who along with her buddy land monster behemoth, will be served up to the righteous at the end of time in some grand buffet. Sorry.
1: So, I don't care about that. I yeah. just care about the fact that it's a fucking fish dragon. Yes. <laughs> How fucking cool is that? Yes, that's right. Fish dragon. I didn't hear the part. I didn't even hear the part <laughs> where something bad happens to it because I was too focused on it being an ocean
0: dragon. Yeah, it's pretty great. Amazing. Okay, Now, until uh until you know being served up to the righteous at the end of time happens uh this lizardy sea creature whale thing with a huge mouth is all over you uh literally it probably not only wants to inhabit you to ex- to experience a good time on earth it probably wants to eat you alive hmm. uh, <laughs> so... good luck with that <laughs> she'll make it hard um there's lots of references references in those biblical texts that Leviathan has quite the appetite. It is huge after all. You see, why a fish buffet will be served to a select few at a dinner party after the apocalypse is because God was like, Oh shit, I just made something that if it like if it reproduces, she and its babies will like devour all the things. Yeah. Uh quoting from Wikipedia, quote It was held that God originally produced a male and female leviathan, but least in multiplying the species should destroy the world. He slew the female um, because of misogyny, reserving her flesh for the banquet that will be given to the righteous on the advent of the Messiah. Got it. Mm -hmm. Mm. So yeah, this oversized beast wants and needs your body to travel, to dance, To be late to that party. Yes. (laughs) And to do all the fun things. And then it will eat you slowly from the inside out. And you know what? I respect it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I respect it. And it's, I'm fine with it. So come at me, water dragon. (laughs) Let's
0: do it. We will keep you updated on what happens. Because <laughs> <laughs> you just welcome to demon. That's something you don't want to do. Oh, oops. I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> it's fine. Oh,
0: Lord. Don't come at me. Let's, let's, <laughs> I have stuff to do. <laughs> channel all this energy to uh, Capricorn. Oh, shit. Capricorn. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Capricorn. You got to take this. Uh, number 10, our 10th sign. Uh, these folks are born between December 22nd January 19th. A chilly time. Yes, and they are solidly independent. Mm-hmm. Um, they feel that they have the best plans, most logical way about solving a problem, and some would say they're stubborn to a point where there's no negotiation or wiggle room. Uh, they're represented by a goat, and with, well, a goat with the tail of a fish. That's confusing.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. But once again,
0: I respect it. There you go. There you go. It kind of symbolizes the headstrongness and the ability to face anything. I see. I see. Uh, but this image, just like you said, incites fear and confusion, and it can be a setback when you're dealing with other people. Yeah. mm mm-hmm. Uh, But like a goat, they'll enjoy anything you put in front of them. <laughs> so, Amazing. Yeah. Until they start to hate it at some point. Yeah. And be really unforgiving towards it. So who would be drawn to someone... So responsible. I know it all, but who can suddenly be a little bitchy? Um, this guy. Azazel. 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 Uh, y'all are just perfect for each other, really. Uh, according to mythology.net, Azazel was the cleverest angel before his pride made him fall. Hmm. He refused to acknowledge human beings or give them a compliment when God was, you know, showing us off after whipping us up. Uh, Legend has it, he said, quote, Why should God create a human being (laughs) who will shed blood and confusion while the angels prostrate before him, the Lord, and sing his glory day and night? Good question. Good question. Very good question. Very, very apt. Uh, For 2020 especially. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. He's Hmm. like, he's like, you just wait, you can see. But the Lord wasn't into this kind of defiance and sent him down to earth where Azazel really found himself and just found himself being large and in charge. Really? Oh yeah. Get this. Quote, he became a leader of the Gregory, a group of angels who married mortal women Hmm. and produced a line of monstrous children. Then he began teaching evil to humans. Uh, he taught men the art of warfare and of we- weapon making. Uh, he taught women the art of deception, involved, uh, which involved making and wearing cosmetics. Oh, okay, okay. Sure. Yeah. They're very expensive. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> Finally, he began teaching humans about witchcraft. His influence was so disastrous that in the book of Enoch, God says, quote, The whole earth has been corrupted through the works that were taught by Azazel, Ascribe all sins to him. End quote.
1: Wow! <laughs> he is responsible for
0: sin. Uh, 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 sort of? I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's, a, whole, that's a whole philosophical bullshit. But yeah, Azazel. He took the reins and never looked back. Yeah. Uh, working alone to mold humankind into an evil flesh bag. Yeah. So Capricorn, you're the perfect vessel... For someone like Azazel, I know you don't like company, but don't worry—you'll be a huge success. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so close to the end. We're up to number eleven. Eleven out of twelve. We're up to my mom's sign, Aquarius. Ah, I love. Yes. I love me an Aquarian. They are fun, and
1: they don't ask a lot of questions. No, they are just there. They are. They are also late to the same party you are, and it's
0: fine. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So January 20th to February 18th, y'all, these folks are amazing at helping others. Yeah. Uh, You know, they're also able to see without prejudice on both sides, which makes them people who could easily solve problems. Also, you know, it's very mom-like. Very mom-like. Very awesome people. Uh, the ruling planet of Aquarius is Uranus, which can make for an abrupt and sometimes aggressive nature, also very mom-like, like, yeah. don't make me turn this car around, yeah. we've been having a good time, and yeah. now you, we're just, now I just gotta turn this car around. Yeah. Now, the biggest complaint from these sometimes quirky Aquarius folks is that they feel constrained. Mm. And they want freedom for themselves and independence for others. I see that. hmm As a helper... And as someone who seeks to see others strive, there's a demon who just so happens to need these qualities. Mephistopheles. 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 Mm hmm.
1: <laughs> I know nothing about Mephistopheles.
0: No, we're going to call him Mephi uh, because his name is just too damn long to keep too, pronouncing. Too long, man. Mephistopheles. Mephy. Okay. Mephi is a demon featured in German folklore appearing to Faust as a demon, mm. specifically an unwilling worker for Lucifer. Ah. You see, Mephi doesn't corrupt people like good Azazel that we just spoke about. Right. Now, Mephi is tasked with collecting the souls of people who are already corrupt and damned. I see, mm. I see. Mephi is pretty much trapped in his own private hell by serving Lucifer. And seems to have some moral compass left in his body, because in the legend, he actually tells Faust, yo, don't sell your soul. It's bad news. That's pretty good. That's nice. It's pretty uh, woke woke for a demon. It's pretty woke for a demon. So why would Mephi want to occupy an Aquarius body? Well, y'all are helpful and would probably say yes to help him get away from his boss for a while. There you go. Yeah, you win. Yeah, you'd want to see him thrive a little bit. Head out on the town, do some yoga and some self-care. Oh. You're thoughtful, Aquarius, and soon to be full of mephi. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, hopefully, he'll return your body. If not, both of you will work for Lucifer for eternity. There you go. There you go. You I know, like that but one. But you help somebody a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Ah, you know what? What? We're up to our final sign already. Oh, shit. I know. Oh, my God. Number 12. Pisces. Pisces! We didn't forget about you. I don't know any Pisces but we just went c- chronological that's why you're at yeah. the end and you, you know it's, it's worth it. I'm glad you're here.
1: I'm glad you're here. You're awesome and you're for, amazing. for reasons I'm about to learn about. There you go. <laughs>
0: so, let's hear it for February 19th through March 20th. Uh, these folks are represented by fish Nice. and like our watery friends they know well the ebb and flow of life. Uh-huh. They're not judgmental. They'll tolerate you and accept you just like the hundreds of others in their school. Now, they've, yeah, they've got time to listen and be real sweethearts. Uh, according to astrology zodiac signs.com, <laughs> amazing website. It's, it's, the one and only <laughs> fave website. <laughs> Bookmark. it. No, That's not to say what I was laughing. <laughs> uh, quote. Deep in their hearts, Pisces-born are incorrigible romantics. They are very loyal, gentle, and unconditionally generous to their partners. Pisces are passionate lovers who have a need to feel a real connection with their partners. Short-term relationships and adventures are not peculiar to the zodiac sign. Interesting. So, like fish, basically they spawn a lot. That's what the hell that means. That's
1: (laughs) the impression I got. Uh,
0: They're just dropping eggs everywhere they go. Uh, this trail of eggs makes it easy for someone like the demon Dagon to find them. Dagon, yeah, girl, you know Dagon. Dagon, Dagon, the fertility demon. Uh, on the upside, Pisces, this demon is what we base the physical appearance of mermaids on. Oh la la! So, uh, when you're taken by the big D, you'll be in you'll you'll be in water, your natural place, uh, and you'll be getting it on constantly. But this demon sex isn't as fun as it sounds, according to something called, and I swear, it's real, Succubus.net. Well, I know what I'm doing later. (laughs) I swear to God, it's a real website.
1: (laughs) I'm pumped. I can't wait. I'm trying not to type it in right now.
0: (laughs) Succubus.net. Now, Dagon is a prince of hell, one of the oldest of the old demons, also created by Lucifer himself, uh, to help lead the demonic army against heaven. Uh, specifically, his title is the Prince of Depths, and he'll drag you down to the 89th layer of an abyss called Shadow Sea. Whoa. Now, while you're down there, it'll be just the two of you. He's a big isolationist. Um, so, among the fallen ruins, deep-sea creatures, and eternal darkness, y'all can chat over his vast... Vast, vast, vast amounts of knowledge of all things secret in the universe. And you're a listener, Pisces. So you'll keep listening and loving as you and Dagon become one. Wow. That's it. And that is our motherfucking show. What a note to end this on. Yeah. I
1: have the most incredible image in my head <laughs> of Basically two fish talking to each other.
0: How cute. Under the sea. <laughs> Alone. Right. It's basically finding Nemo with demons. Aww. <laughs> I love it. That's, finding Nemo,
1: finding with demons. Nemo with
0: demons.
1: It's amazing. <laughs> um, this was the best episode. I, I don't know if I say this enough, but I fucking love demons and the occult. <laughs> And all of that stuff, and uh, and who doesn't live a little zodiac nonsense every once in a throw while? I just
0: throwing it in there. Fuck yeah! Uh, this was a hell of a good time. Happy Halloween, everybody! Happy happy, Halloween. happy spooky season! Spooky. Uh if you want, tell me. Do you have a demon story or a haunted story? Write in. Yeah. Fucking yeah, we want to hear about it. We'll we'll talk about it, and we'll air it on the fucking show. And all that stuff at uh well that's interestingpod at gmail.com Yeah. Uh well,
1: oh, rate and review
0: us. Um uh, yes, if yes. you're into it. Yeah. And
1: then uh also follow us on Instagram, well that's interesting pod. There you
0: go. DM us something interesting too. Yeah, you can DM us on Instagram or email us. Uh, we can't wait. We can't wait. Stay interesting. Please do.